Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Let me see what... uh why we're not doing what we're supposed to do. Here I am, right there. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you would like to join us and have a car question, now's the time to get in, because, okay, how about right there? Okay. All righty, 602-508-0960, and you're welcome to give us a call if you have a car question. That's all you need is a car question. Now, I'm really good at settling arguments between husbands and wives about car stuff, or maybe husbands and sons, or neighbors and neighbors, whatever. I'm pretty good at that. I'm even better if you pay me money, but we can deal with that a little later on. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960. On my website, MarkSalem.com, I have a list of the very best shops in Phoenix, in the Phoenix area. That's not something that I take lightly, and it says on my website that if you have a problem with one of my shops and the shop decides they don't want to do anything like they're told, not necessarily by me, but by some arbitrator or mediator or a judge or anything like that, if the shop says is told to give you a $500 refund and the shop refuses to, then I'm going to kick the shop off the list in a very public way, and I'm going to pay the 500 up to $5,000. Now, since 1988, we've never paid a dime because these shops are the best. Larry Harker's Auto is a good example. 38th Avenue and Indian School, been around for a very long time, 1967. Um, They know how to fix cars. They know how to talk to their customers. They know how to bid them correctly. They know how to come in at or under their bid. All of that stuff, they know. But at Larry Harker's Auto, Bob is a master tech, and I think it's Jeremy, his son-in-law, is a master tech, but his son-in-law who works there, has a, he's passed every ASE certification test that they have. I think that number's somewhere between 25 and 40. I've passed eight of them on a regular basis, so I can call myself a master technician. So he's like, he has a PhD in auto repair. So if you have a car that hiccups on Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock, and nobody else can find it, then take it to Harker's Automotive, Larry Harker's 38th Avenue and Indian School. Okay. On the website a lot, I do a lot of perusing through the website, and um, I look at, see what other people are saying. And, And let me tell you that I think a lot of what my industry says to you is self serving, but it's colored and framed in a way that makes it sound like they're looking out after you know for you so one of the websites it it says this how many times should you visit your repair shop in a year it depends the year on the car if it's um, 2010 and north of that maybe once a year because you'll have synthetic oil in it synthetic oil is 15,000 miles I tell my customers I'm going to put synthetic oil in your car in April or May before summer really starts then I don't want to see you until the beginning of April, May. So each year you go through the summer with fresh oil. It's okay to stop by and have us check your tires and check your fluids and your hoses. Some people get a little nervous about that. Most of us provide that service for free. 
But the idea is is that someone's going to tell you how many times you should visit a repair shop in a year depends on a lot of things. And and so kind of self-serving. If you have an older car, 2010 and older, oftentimes those have a 5,000-mile oil change. So if you drive 15,000 miles a year, we get to see you three times. That's kind of how it works. It depends on the oil. The oil dictates how often you should come in. There are shops out there that sell synthetic oil, but the sticker on the windshield shows three or 5,000-mile interval. That's just not right. If you're going to pay $100, well, $80, $75 to $100 for a synthetic oil change, you're going to change the oil when it's 10 years old. I, I mean, in, in people years, I should say. It's, it's got a long life ahead of it. So if you want to change your oil every 3,000 miles, use a conventional. That's the lowest. That's the one that's been around for 100 years. So conventional, blended, or it's also called semi-synthetic or synthetic. Those are the three choices. That's all you got today. I would suggest you use the oil that your manual tells you, and oftentimes it'll have a some numbers on the oil cap, and everybody knows 020 is a synthetic. Um, 520 is a synthetic. Uh, 530 could be a blend. And just a straight 30 weight is a, is a conventional. So that's kind of... Then we got other things. What causes an alternator to fail prematurely? That creates the perception that we know that. <laughs> and, and we don't. We don't know what causes an alternator to fail at all. And prematurely... If you were going to, if I could, you said to me, Mark, I want you to make an alternator fail prematurely. The question would be is, is, well, what's prematurely mean? If it, if you say that it's supposed to last five years, do you want me to figure out a way to make it fail at two years? You see, nothing makes sense there. It sure sounds nice. What causes an alternator to fail prematurely? Nobody even knows the answer to that. And if you want me to damage your alternator, I can do that. I can short a couple of wires and blow all the diodes out of it. I can submerge it in water for dirty old rusty water and saturate the regulator. I can put the fan belt on with a monster bar and and wipe out the front bearing. But the fact of the matter is, is none of us know what causes the alternator. And then it 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 says, why choose in the auto repair shop to call home when they could save you from needing your car towed? None of us can promise that. There's just no way. I can't promise. I can't promise my mother, my father, that they're not going to have to be towed. You just don't know. So if you want to have towing insurance, fine. I think you're better off having towing insurance through your insurance company, uh, your automobile insurance company. That's the path of least resistance. You simply get it. It costs you, gosh, five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars a year. I'm guessing, and then you just submit the bill. That's it. You you don't have to wait for someone to call. You don't have to wait for someone to sell you stuff. And then then they have other things on there that says my brake fluid light has been coming on intermittently following significant pressure. Should it be safe to drive until I can get it to a shop in a few days? Whew. So we're pretending that we can answer the question: Is it safe to drive? based on a flickering brake light. That doesn't even make sense. That's that's frustrating. It says, my brake fluid light has been coming on intermittently. And here's the issue, is the brake light 
yellow, <laughs> which means caution, but continue to drive? Or is it red? Red means get it to a stop. And if they if there's significant pressure difference, then yes, it should go to a shop. But we can't tell you that over the phone other than telling you it's a red light or yellow light. And that's really what it's all about. I'll bet there's not too many of you that remember a green light. <laughs> and there's going to be a couple old codgers out there that know what a green light was. And they can probably even tell us what car it came in. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. So be careful. Be careful because there's a whole lot of guys out there, a whole lot of business owners, certainly 10% of the guys out there, that's a conservative estimate, really don't have your best interest in heart. So when you feel pressured, it's it's a good idea to, to just let your heart guide you. So if you feel pressure, the default is, is Mark, thank you very much for you know telling me what my car needs i'm going to have a tough time remembering that so could you please put that on you know my work order just type it in the remarks section of my workers tell me what it is i need and how much it's going to cost and then would you also reference my owner's manual where it says that ooh ooh you're not going to get that no one's going to write down something you don't need no one's going to say i disagree with the owner's manual there are times that you can disagree phoenix we're probably going to pay close attention to your cooling system because it's Phoenix. We're probably going to pay close attention to your air conditioning system because it's Phoenix, Arizona. The The issue is, is on your cooling system, we want the needle to ride between half and three quarters. If it's there and you don't have any steam coming from underneath the hood, you're okay. <laughs> if it's near the red, you're not okay. And if it's down in a quarter and it's always at a quarter, that means the thermostat's stuck open or somebody took the thermostat out of it. So it's really easy to just look at the gauge, a quarter, half, and three-quarter. <laughs> we want you to run between half and three-quarter. There's all kinds of other issues with respect. And we also we change the owner's manual based on we, my repair industry, uh, a repair industry I'm part of. The repair industry changes the owner's manual because they always say, well, this is Arizona, and it's not the manual's not written for Arizona. This is where you can have fun. You can say, oh, gosh, and ladies, this works for you. Gosh, thank you very much. Let me do this. Let me tell you, well, you have my name and phone number right there. If you were to remember that, would you order me an Arizona manual? There is no such thing. <laughs> but it sure lets them know that they've just talked themselves into a corner because there is no such thing. Um, it, the worst portion of the United States, and with respect to heat, is I-10 from California to Florida. You only have to drive I-10 in the summertime, well, any time of the year, and there are tires littering the road. Sometimes you can't go 10 feet without seeing some portion of a tire on either the left or the right side of the road. That's the worst part of the heat. And if your car can make it through Phoenix summer, then you don't need an Arizona's owner's manual. The one you have is just fine. The owner's manual is a guide, and it's certainly something that we should pay attention to. In the old days, before 2010, 10 years ago, we had the fluids all the time. We did fluids every 30,000 miles. Today, most of the fluids are from 70. The, the first change, the first time we address it, 
is going to be between seventy-five and a hundred thousand miles. We've just lost a rather large percentage of our fluid business because the owner's manual now says you don't have to do the thirty, sixty, and ninety. We're going to start at seventy-five to a hundred on the first one. That makes a big difference. So beware of that. Beware of who's who's getting the better end of the deal, <laughs> them or you. And in the default, write it down, put a price to it, I'll think about it. That's what you do. Just the default. Gives you a chance to get home, call somebody you trust, look at your owner's manual, and you're home free. 602, um, I don't know what's the matter with me, 508 960 602-508-0960. All five lines are open. Mark Levin sees the government growing in the wake of COVID-19. I'm skeptical of big government. That's not to say we don't need government. Obviously. Not a radical libertarian. I'm not an anarchist. I'm a constitutionalist. But the problem with government is it always goes too far. It never knows how to police itself. It never knows when to hit the brakes. And so now it's on a massive spending binge and a massive attack on civil liberty. Mark Levin, weeknights at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Check it out, Lemo. <laughs> Got a brand new motorcycle jacket and matching leather pants. Now let's go for a ride and tell everyone that Liberty Mutual customizes their motorcycle insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Oh, my gosh, this leather does not breathe well. You can't suffocate in leather, can you? Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good. Others, not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty, something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. 
If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. So if you want to look at my best car repair shops, then go to MarkSalem.com. Kurt's Auto Repair's on there. He's I-17 in Bell Road, northeast corner. Gas, diesel, ASC certified technicians, ASC master certified technicians. Been around a long time. And the head guy that runs the ship, Kurt, is a guy that knows right from wrong. He is a good technician himself. So he's going to make sure that the repair matches the symptom and the symptom is gone and the estimate was right. That's important. Kurtz Automotive, I-17 and Bell. Bill, you're up next. Yes, how you doing, Mark? Good. Uh, you got a, I got an O2 GMC Duramax. You know, I've had new since new. A couple things. I'm uh, going to trade it in or something this year and get me something else. But I'm not interested in a new one, but I would like to stick with the Duramax. It's been a real good combination for me. Uh, but... Do you have any idea what year to recommend to look at over another, or is there any difference? No. As with all cars and trucks, they get better year to year. They have a little bit more options. They fixed a couple of problems from last year and the year before. There's always a benefit. I think you should let your wallet pick your truck. I think you should negotiate hard. I think you should have any used vehicle you buy from a private party, have it inspected by the garage that's going to look at it and service it for you. I think that you should just buy it. First of all, let me tell you, I had a 2005 Duramax. I loved it. It's the As you know, the Duramax is a V8. As you know, it has the very best transmission that has probably ever been made. It's got the Allison, and it's on a General Motors chassis, and it's a really good truck. I would. You're at a two. You've got a 2002. I think I would. I don't know. Don't tell me. But I don't know where your dollars is. But I think you can get north of probably 2010 to 2012. And I don't know anything in that decade that you need to be afraid of. Nothing. How about, how about later than that? Oh well, that then that's, that's still, a home run. <laughs> still, we're still way, way, way from noon there. <laughs> yeah, no, you're 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 right about that. No, I mean if you can go, gosh, if you can go north of of uh, 2015, it, it's you're all right. That that's there's nothing wrong with that. I, like I said, I I don't want to know your money, but if you've got money to move you and tuck you up underneath those newer model trucks, and if you bought a truck that had twelve fifteen thousand miles on it, and the guy had it for two years and just didn't decide he didn't want to haul his uh, his horses around, then that might be the truck you want. Are you thinking used or or off of a oh, lot? Oh, absolutely. This is a, one of the very few new vehicles I ever bought, and the only reason I did then is I couldn't find a used one. Yeah. 
their time, uh, diesels were just at a premium, and you couldn't even find a used one. So, and I paid thirty-eight for this, and uh, of course you can't do that anymore. But it's been. In fact, I called you once before and told you how many. Uh, I was asking you a question, and I told you I had uh, like three hundred twenty thousand miles on my brakes, which I got three sixty-eight now. And I've never changed them. You told me I must. I, I might be the world's record holder. You told me. I, 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 you know, I, I have a hundred twelve on mine, and and I just had them checked, and the guys goes, "You're not going to break any records." <laughs> so, what? No, uh, me, me, me. I'm not going to break okay. any records because I got a hundred twelve. And what they're telling me is, is in the next oil change interval, you we're going to need to do brakes on your truck. So, oh, um, that's unbelievable. I've never had brakes put on my truck ever. Well, Bill, it's got to be because of your wife. I mean, I tell you, you're taking all the credit, but she's probably yelling at you from the passenger seat, slow down, and she's probably not letting you speed, and she's probably criticizing and critiquing everything you do. You're on the brake pedal too long, so let's give her some credit, okay? You made this be right. Uh, just, uh, and another thing, I, I had uh, my injectors changed probably maybe not even 100,000 miles ago. And when I went into the, I'm not going to tell you who it was, but uh, they were recommended on the radio, and uh, in fact, I think it was on the station, and I, and I took it in, and I talked to them about it, because it was getting weaker for some reason, and I assumed that there was injectors. But I used to be able to pull my flatbed steel trailer, which is fairly heavy, up Black Canyon Hill, and have it in cruise control, and it would never even drop a gear. But, all of a sudden, it started, you know, having those little problems. It still run great, but the power just wasn't there. And it, and it, so I took it in. They told me it'll be like new. Well, I couldn't even tell the difference in the driving at all when I picked it up. None. I, you know, I didn't notice any driving there. And sure enough, when I'm climbing the hill, still the same problem. It's It's got power, but not near what it used to have. Is there any other cause for that? Okay, so you told them that you wanted them to change the injectors, and at the end of the day, run like new. (laughs) Okay, so what did they do for you that obviously made little or no difference? Well, they changed the injectors. Okay, all right. Uh, A lot of times, there's other causes for the Duramax injectors. My 2005 had a circuit board below the battery that would intermittently kill an injector and so if you change four and then the problem goes to six and then you put a new injector in six and the problem goes to seven and then it goes to one then it goes to five as it's hopping around there it's not going to be an injector but in your particular case if somebody's just going to have to go in there and look at it they're going to have to see what your turbo boost is they're going to have to make sure that your your all your cooling system and all your numbers for the engine are correct so i we need to see that the engine's fully warmed up and if we never do because the thermostat's stuck open then that's a problem so it just needs to be diagnosed what part of town are you in way north uh, uh up, up near uh, new river okay um you might have but to I've come down i've never had to... a problem i've yeah. never had a problem with it running it runs great never gets hot no, you know nothing so i know but, but the power just isn't there okay so all right, well, just the power isn't there is all you need to do. You can't diagnose it, and it's crazy, and it's a bad idea for you to go in and tell them what to do. So when somebody comes into my shop and says, you know, change the fuel injectors, I'm not doing it. 
You tell me why. And then I'm going to have you sign this liability statement that says you're directing the traffic, you're telling me what to do, and the success of this repair is on your lap. On the well, other I hand... If you tell them to do that, I, you know, they want, I want to know what it would take to get my truck running like new again. Okay, well, they, they can't even answer that question. Let me just change the question. The question is, is I want you to thoroughly look over the truck's parameters and make sure they're all okay. I'm unsatisfied with the power and performance today as opposed to when I bought the truck. So I just want you to look at the parameters. Look through the fuel delivery. Look through EGR. Look for timing. Look at all that stuff and see if you have any problem. It's not a bad idea to take it to a muffler shop. And say to them, would you check the exhaust? We drill a hole in the front. We drill a hole in the back. We put our hands over the two of them. We start it up, run it up about 1,500 RPM. The front one's blowing like crazy. The back one's a whisper. We got a problem in the exhaust. But that's what you just tell them. Check the parameters. It's not running as well as it used to. Well, and, and could it be the exhaust? I've never well, it, changed that. I, I know, but, but I'm giving you examples. Right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, the exhaust, the timing, the fuel delivery, the fuel return, um, you know, all that stuff. And besides that, your truck's 18 years old, so I'm quite sure there's more of us today that can work on it than when it was brand new, because it was new technology. But Bill, I got to run, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, the lines are wide open, we got five, so if you have a car question or a car problem... Or if your wife is telling you to do something and you want someone to be the referee, or your husband in that matter, then give us a call, 602-508-0960. You'll talk to Gil, and he's a nice guy. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com, surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. 
My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday from 10 to noon, we're here talking about cars, and you're welcome to join us. And we've got a couple of folks on the line, so when, let me get some business done. Autodynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete auto repair. Chuck and now his son, Derek, have run it since 1982. Been around a long time, and I've known Chuck since 1973. So if you're in Sun City, know that his technicians aren't paid a commission or a percentage of your repair bill. Therefore, they're not tempted to sell unnecessary parts or repairs. doesn't do them any good. So they're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue, Automotive Dynamics. Rick, you're up. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call, Mark. Sure. Uh, I have a 2008 Lexus GX470 with about 170,000 miles on it. Two days ago, I went to start it in the morning, and it just gave me clicks. Okay. So I I had it jumped. It jumped right away, no problem. That lasted for most of the day. The next day, I had the same problem. So I took it in to have the battery checked. The battery's fine. The alternator's fine. And I'm wondering if the next step is open my wallet and just go for it. No, no. The next step is diagnose it. Just that, that's it. It's that simple. I'll tell you what. If you go to MarkSalem.com and click on FAQs uh-huh. and print number 28. Okay. okay. Now, let's, let me explain real quick. I need a voltmeter to let, make this see if this works. A fully charged battery is about 13 volts. So I'm going to check the battery 
you're not going to start it. You're going to be sitting in the driver's seat, but you're going to have your you're going to be sitting on your hands and keys. So I'm going to check the voltage, and it's 13. I'm going to keep 13, my meter on. Five. It's 13.5. Yep. Okay. Okay. What does it do when you hit the key? It either starts or it clicks. And what's the voltage oh, oh, then? Oh, I, I, I got you. I, I don't. Okay. I don't. It can't drop below 9.6. Okay. okay. It, it needs 9.6 to trigger the starter. Now, really and truly, a 13-volt battery won't drop below 10. It'll just start and crank. The clicking could mean dirty cables, bad connection, or it could be a bad battery. But I've just given you two of the parameters. Otherwise, what's the voltage of the battery with the hood shut? You say 13.5. You open up the hood. You stick your meter on the battery, and you say to the wife, hit the key. Well, you get two readings. If it starts, as long as you're above 9.6, you're home free. If it doesn't start, does the voltage go to nothing? And if it goes to nothing, it probably has a bad connection. Now, if the voltage comes back up slowly, then it's going to have a bad connection in the battery or outside. But there, you don't have to open up your... Here, let me put you this way. If you want to open up your wallet, come on over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have, I have another quick question. Where okay. do I find a wife? Oh, um, I can help you. That's on another radio station. And um, and I, the, the, the most people are going to charge you probably around forty five to sixty five dollars to thoroughly check the electrical system. Where's the battery in the morning? Where does it go when you start it? If it clicks, what's the voltage at? Does it go to two? Does it go? Does it click at eight? Um, and then when you start it up to test the alternator, a basic way is look that this alternator takes the battery one volt higher with a maximum of about fourteen two. So if the battery is, it's, you start it up and the battery's at 13.1, then, and then you shut it off and the battery's at 12.6, okay. We, we brought it up a half a volt. So the alternator, that's a good thing that it can work. But in your particular case, just tell them it's clicking. But if you use FAQ 28, here's the deal. I'm teaching you how to use the headlights to diagnose it. The headlights. So if we hit the key and the headlights go completely out, it's going to be a bad connection or a bad battery. If you hit the key and it clicks but the headlights don't change intensity, then we probably got a solenoid problem. If you hit the, and, it, and it goes on and on and on by just watching your headlights. So if you're in the garage, turn on your headlights. You can see them on the wall in front of you. If not, have your girlfriend stand up in front of you, and we'll, we'll do it that way. So I got to Put run. Put it in the drive and hit the gas. No, no, no. I'm not going to the criminal side with you, buddy. I don't care. <laughs> well, good luck to you, Rick. Good luck, John. John, you're up next. Mark, I got a problem with the, uh, I have a question about oil. Multi-viscosity okay. oil, 5W20 goes in one automobile I have, and 5W30 goes in the other automobile. Is it possible to just use one oil? I'm going to answer your question after the break because I'm going to have to do a little research. But I think the 530 is a blended oil, and I'm real sure the 520 is a synthetic oil. Both are, of them are synthetic. Both of them are synthetic? Okay, They're give both me the two. Ones. Give me the, well, that's just what they're putting in it, but I hope that that's right. But give me the two cars real quick. What are they? One's a, one's a Toyota Sequoia, and one's a Ford uh, F 150. Okay, and, and what years are they? One's in 07, one's in 
four. Okay. I'd probably use the 530 on both of those. If you're sure it's a synthetic, I'd use a 530, and I wouldn't pay premium dollar for a name. I'd just get a 530 and a can or something. But um, I, I'm, I'm going to do a little research during the break, but I feel pretty confident. First of all, you, both of your cars are 10 years or older, 10 years yeah. or older. And that was the nuance of putting in synthetic oil. So 520, and don't get tied up in the 520s too thin and the 530s too thick. The 20 means it flows like a 20 weight when it's warm, and it flows like a 5 weight when it's cold. And that's more than enough. We know the cars will get a lot better fuel economy if we don't put peanut butter in them. The 30 weights, the 40 weights, the 50 weights, that's peanut butter. That's like swimming through a lake of jello. So the but thinner then, oils... Could I, the, could I use the 520 in both automobiles? You can. Yes, you can. If, 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 you, if that's what you want to do, I think you're safe doing that. I think you're just fine doing that. I think there will be no ramifications at all. I don't think okay. I don't think at all. But I just want to make sure that the five thirty is a sin. But if you say it is, then I don't have to do that. They're both mobile it. ones. Okay. They're both mobile ones. Okay. All right, try it. And if you want the better fuel economy, do the five twenty. If you okay. want that pillow mentality that I need a little thicker oil for my motor and it'll love me, then use the five thirty. That's that's the bottom line. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. Lines are open. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This week on Middle East Radio Forum, Bill Wolf will interview David Mayor Levy on politics in Israel and examine in detail the topic, annexation, more than meets the eye. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just got invited to the prom. Do you A, meet her date? I need to see your past date report cards, your driver's license, a list of references, and this hair sample. B, help her pick out a dress. <gasps> Don't you just love the long sleeves and turtleneck on this pantsuit? Ugh. C, attend the prom undercover. Mom, what are you doing here? I'm not mom, I'm <clears throat> Calvin, the new kid at school. Or D, capture her big moment. Uh, let's take a photo of you two. I'm in the middle. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. 
my wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number five. Listening to 960 on the Patriot app but want to see the latest from the Patriot on Twitter and Facebook? Click the upper left-hand corner and access both without leaving the app. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. So, it's 45 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. We have five lines available. I can hear Gil snoring. That's because nobody's calling in. So, if you have a car question or a car problem, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. I've known Tom since the early 80s. I know he's honest. I know he's dependable. I know he knows what he's what's right and what's wrong, and and I just know that I could if my mother lived in that area and I didn't want her to drive 20 miles to my shop in South Tempe or in Tempe, I would have her go to Tom's. It's that easy. It, he's a good place and you can trust him. So he's a full service family owned auto repair shop again since 1983, and he has ASE master certified technicians that know right from wrong. So if you live in that area or if you don't have a repair shop, stop by for an oil change and see how you like them. Okay, we had um, John call us about 520 and 530 oil, and he's right. Both of them are synthetics in the mobile brand. And let me give you the numbers and what it means, okay? The first number is a 5, and it says that it flows like a 5 weight when it's cold, and it flows like a 20 weight when it's hot. Now, the days of having a 30 and a 40 and a 50 weight in a gasoline motor, they're gone. We used to put peanut butter in your car, and no wonder why your car never got good fuel economy. No wonder why your car died of an early age at 100,000 or less miles because the oil was all thick and and it was jello in the oil pan and, and the intake manifold had two inches of sludge on top of it within it underneath the intake manifold. So we know now that those big, thick oils were a bad idea. I want you to rub your hands together fast, okay? Put them together like you're praying, and and then rub them fast. Now, I want to lubricate those two moving parts, and push hard on your hands, by the way. Push, 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 okay? I want to lubricate my hands as they rub together. Am I going to get lubrication in there and keep it in there if it's peanut butter versus water? So the water will get in there, and it'll stay in there. And as long as I rub my hands, it'll be fine. But if I put peanut butter in there, all of a sudden it takes effort to rub my hands. And there's really nothing your motor's going to like about peanut butter. So that's the reason why we have 520s and 530s and 020s now. Don't be afraid of those oils. We know today what we never knew before. 
and everybody wants a thick oil because they have this pillow mentality. Everything in the motors, the oil is going to protect it from hitting one another. There's really nothing hitting inside your engine. Most everything is rubbing. <laughs> and the thinner the oil, the better and the longer your engine will last. In addition to that, that the synthetic oils have all kinds of benefits. I'll give you an example. With a synthetic oil, your, your oil is going to turn to a tar. We call that oxidation. Your oil is going to turn to a solid, a black tar, at about 500 degrees. Let's look at that from a realistic point of view. Your motor is toast at 300. <laughs> and so the fact that that oil won't turn to a tar until 500 degrees, I don't know. Does that make any difference? Okay, but a conventional oil, which is on the other end of the spectrum, will turn to a tar about 250. And there are times your engine will get up over 250. So there, there's a good example. A conventional oil turns to a tar at maybe 250. A semi-synthetic turns at maybe 300, 3 and a quarter. And then a synthetic takes you to 5. Wow, who cares? Let's look at the 5 weight, because we're talking about the high end. The 5 weight. The 5 weight in a synthetic flows at 60 below 0. It does not turn to butter. It flows at 60 below zero. Now, that's something in Arizona we need. <laughs> so a 5-weight, then you got a 10-weight, then you got a 20-weight. And, and, and the issue is, is that the 5 means, and it's a synthetic, it flows at 60 below. A semi-synthetic will pour out of the can at 45 below. And a conventional oil, usually about 25 below zero, it's going to be peanut butter. That's the difference. That's the difference in the simplistic way. It's called pour point. When does the oil no longer flow out of the can? <laughs> so synthetic will flow out of the can at 60 below, but nothing else will. So that's kind of how it works. But the owner's manual will give you the best. Don't, don't believe everything Mark Salem says. Look at your owner's manual because you're a lot better off that way. Who, who have we got today? We have Bob. Bob, good morning. How can I help you? Uh, good morning. I've got, I've got two questions regarding my... 2014 Dodge 2500 with a with a Cummins diesel engine. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm making a mad dash up to Bullhead City right now, and I'm going to be about 600 miles overdue for an oil change. Is there going to be any ill effects? No. As long as your oil's over the ad mark, then I'd go with you, and and uh, I'd drink beer while you drive. Oh yeah, it's it's fine. This thing doesn't leak a drop of oil. It's probably the best vehicle I've ever owned. Second okay. of all, I'm, I've, I've got a travel trailer that I pull. It weighs about 11,000 pounds fully loaded. And this, this pickup pulls it pretty good, but I'm thinking about trying to maybe upgrade the, the power and the torque in this motor just to pull it a little bit better because there's some places I'm going to go that are going to be very, very hilly. And I've nobody will do it. I mean, you got to buy a programmer or something like that. I don't know what the side effects of one of those things are. Okay. Um, I got a 2012 6.7, and my son has monstered up my truck. I can pull a 14,000 and a 16,000-pound trailer with either horses or a tractor or an excavator or a bobcat, and I can go as fast as I want to go. I, I... I just and how, let me ask you, what kind of fuel economy are you getting right now? 
Well, it's hard to say because I drive it about 12 miles a day on average. Okay. But I'm, I, I do, it does pretty good. If I go on a long road trip or something, I get 20, 21 up sometimes up to 22 miles per gallon. Okay. I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm in a world of Dodge trucks right now, and, and my son's truck will outrun mine, which really makes me mad. But um, none of us are getting anywhere close to that unless I'm just well, driving. I, I, I'm not jet-setting around. I'm usually, I rarely go over 70 miles an hour. So, okay. I, you know, running 65 miles an hour, it runs shade under 1,500 RPMs. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I got one. I, I'm, I'm at 15.7, so I'm pretty happy with that because most of the one-ton, and mine's a one-ton, by the way, most of the diesel trucks, I haven't been able to pull that. I go up and down the mountain a lot from Payson to Tempe, Payson to Tempe. So, okay. and sometimes I'm hauling something heavy and sometimes I'm not, but I'm real happy with my 6.7. Have you got a pencil handy? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Um, four well, eight. I, I have a pen. Okay. Well, 480-598-1234. <laughs> 480-598-1234. Ask for Alan. Um, tell him you want something that's not like his truck and probably not like his dad's truck. Um, something that will just give you a little bit more kick. And he can tell you what the one, two, three of, of your, your needs and wants are. All right. Have you ever heard of anybody remapping the, I don't know if these have a standard ECM. I drive an 18 wheeler for a living and they all have, you know, we can get those remapped to, to change where the power comes on and where the torque comes on. And can you do that with these 6.7? The remapping is is an old term. Let me explain. If we want your car to run a little rich, we just change one of the parameters. So let's say your throttle is from 1 to 100. 1 is at idle, and 100 is wide open throttle. So if at 50%, I want to give you a little bit more power, then I lie to the computer and tell him it's at 60%. So all I'm doing is, is changing the parameters um, to accomplish a goal. If you want better fuel economy, then I lie the other way. And right, then right. I, I tell the motor I'm not really climbing a, a, a hill, and, and so I change the throttle blades, or I change the in a gasoline motor the MAP sensor or the airflow sensor, the mass airflow sensor, all those kinds of things. But there are things out there that we won't do. We won't do it, Period. But there are things out there that will modify your truck and enhance the drivability and enha- and sometimes enhance the fuel economy. But certainly, it, it's an obvious difference in the power. And when you talk to Alan, this is what you say. I want to come drive your truck. <laughs> well, my, my biggest fear is, is doing some internal damage because this is a 2014. I've only got 58,000 miles on it, and I don't... So it just went out of warranty, and you know it's one of those good pickups paid for. I don't I don't want to have to spend any money on repairing something that I could have avoided in the first place. It, it's going to depend on you. It depends on your right foot. It doesn't have anything to do with anything else. Um, my turbo, my exhaust temperature gases. First of all, aluminum melts about eleven hundred degrees. So if you're going to start stomping and running, romping with your truck going up a hill with eighteen thousand pounds, and you're sitting there at fifteen or sixteen hundred um, exhaust gas temperature, it ain't going to last long. 
Okay, so, yeah, hey, You know I'm, that because you drive uh, a big truck. Yeah, and, and, you, and you've got exhaust gas temperature on your big truck. Yes, we and, do. And, and so it's, it's just, I mean, all I can tell you, here, here's the quick story. My son has this truck, this three-quarter ton Dodge with a 6.7 that's just a monster. So I bought this 2012 because I didn't want DEF, the diesel exhaust fluid. So I bought it new in Pittsburgh. I gave him the truck, and I said, "Make do mine, do to mine what you did to yours. And he said, no. <laughs> he says, I, I, I don't, I don't want to do that. So I looked for a work order because we have a, rules around my shop, and I couldn't find the work order. I was looking for, okay, so I thought, I'll query turbo. So all of a sudden, I get this work order that pops up that's my mother-in-law's file, and in there is his Dodge truck, and it has a list of all this stuff he did to his truck. So I printed out the work order, and I handed it to my son, and I go, here, do this to my truck. Now, I got 100,000 miles. I do an oil analysis every other oil change. I'm not shedding any metal. I'm not burning up the oil. I'm not causing problems. I'm not heating up the exhaust. Um, I'm watching my EGTs on a climb. Um, I change my oil every 10, 12,000 miles. I use a synthetic, um, and and I'm, I'm good to my truck, although there is times that I act like I'm 16 years old. So, well, um, we all have those moments. But. Yeah. So I don't know. It has it has everything to do with your right foot. So uh, I can I put in a level one of five, and you can blow it up. I can put a five on a five, and you can't blow it up if you drive like you got a hot cup of coffee between your legs. Okay. So you uh, know if you just use your head, and you'll be fine. I got to run, but thank you very much for the conversation. Obviously, we had fun. But my son owns a company called Performance. It's Salem Performance Division, and um, all he does is diesels, tires and wheels, lift kits, electric steps, and all that kind of stuff. We have an auto repair shop at the same time, but he just takes those trucks where the idiots want to... Idiots. I, I use that in a loving term. <laughs> Some of my friends want to make their trucks these rock crawler kind of things. So he, he does that. You just tell him what your expectations are. On a 1 to 5 scale, I'm this number. I'm a 2 and I really just want to go to a 3 on a 1 to 5 power scale. Or I'm on a 1, and I want to go to 3. Just kind of give him some parameters like that. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. And you can call us for, for any kind of question. I'm an ASC Master Tech. I've been in this industry for 40 years. I've owned my own shop since 1979. So I've been around the block, and I've got no dog in this fight. I'll tell you the truth. 